Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the final week of Late Lunch this year. And I want to begin with this. If you were having your tea or your dinner around about 6 o'clock yesterday evening, no matter what you were doing, I'm sure most people were glued to their TV screens when this happened. translation does it it certainly doesn't that's Andres Cantor there bringing the uh, commentary on Telemundo for Hispanic uh, listeners yesterday and viewers what emotion unbelievable what a World Cup final and in the end I think most of us got the result we all desired Messi lifting the World Cup Sinead Kelly are you listening to your Hispanic commentator there absolutely I absolutely I mean, I just love the, you know, the sheer emotion and the joy and the unbridled delight, uh, you know, when mm. when it, it was just impossible to, to even, uh, you know, describe it properly. It was just incredible. By that stage of the match, I could not bear to watch. I mean, the whole day was just insane. You know, mm. for the first 80 minutes, France seemed like they were asleep. Mm. Argentina looked like they were cruising. At about 80 minutes, I was thinking, oh my God, like maybe. And I actually remember thinking, oh 
God, yeah, I said I'd have to see with Jerry on Monday if they won. And I was beginning to think, mm. and then, you know, it all just fell apart at the seams. And we we were just in shock. You know, we were just in shock. And then I was communicating, messaging my cousins, Marcelo and Ellie. And, um, you know, we just couldn't believe it. We'd gone from hysterical celebrations to, I mean, I thought we were down and out. I mean, mm. the emotional, psychological blow of thinking you were... You know, I think that I think they did relax and they stood back too much. Um, you know, I thought that was us. I thought it'd be so hard to get back up again. It was it was just incredible. Yeah. And then to survive, then I thought we were going to lose it in in the ninety minutes or the ninety eight minutes. And then to pick 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 ourselves back up again for the extra time, it was. And then we thought again. You know, that crazy <laughs> yes. crazy scrambled goal. By this point, whenever whenever Argentina would be on the attack, Andrew and you would stand up as if standing up closer to the telly helps the ball get in. You know, better into the French net. I would like be curled in a ball in the corner, not even watching. Um, you know, everybody else in my family is very calm. You know, my mother and Shona are very calm about it. And um, so, so that goal was, and we were like, oh my god, oh my god, we had five minutes left. And you just couldn't, you couldn't write it. Like, you just could not write it. <laughs> Poor you and I, honestly, I really worried for his mental health. And I just, and then, so we were just in bits. I really thought that was it, that we had, that we had just totally, Did totally you? lost it. Did so, you? Did you not think you were going to win the penalty shootout? No. Um, I think by that point, no. I was, right. I felt they were, I felt that, I felt that those two goals in the 90 seconds at 80 minutes broke them. Um, and I think they did incredibly to hold themselves together for the extra time and then they got that goal to go 3-2 and then I think it was like being broken all over again and then I suppose mm. it it all depended then as to how, who was going to hold themselves together most and what really terrified me was um, I thought oh my god like what effect is this going to have on Messi you know so much pressure all the you know histrionics the hysteria the talk for years, not just, you know, this year. Mm. Um, what if he misses the first penalty for Argentina? <laughs> I was like, and you know what? I couldn't even bear, what I couldn't bear was, was that torture and torment for everybody. I couldn't even watch. Uh, once, and, and then um, Emmy Martinez got his hand to Mbappe's first penalty, and I was like, right, that's this. We're out, we're out. Um, and then it was just, it was just incredible I can't even begin to describe it I mean the emotions like three hours of complete insanity yes and you were you know up down up down and totally, then of course totally. but at and the end Sinead like oh, it must have been you heard the commentary you must have just cracked up did you the whole lot of you yeah we were crying yeah we yeah. were crying it was just it was absolutely crazy and I love the way you know the South Americans are just so on their on their um, description of goals and, and the just the whole emotion and the delight we're just not like that over here in Ireland and Britain and Europe we just you know it was just I mean and even when you saw the players the reaction was just incredible like mm. I cannot even explain it and so obviously then I was phoning um, Marcelo and Ellie and then we were messaging and it sounds like the whole the whole of Argentina has gone mad so we must say again hello Marcelo and Ellie are joining us listening to us and last week again as well um, my cousin Martin and Tessie and his family Juan Martin and Nacho they were listening to us on the podcast so I wouldn't be surprised if um, more of my cousins there are a lot yeah. are listening if this is going to be either, obviously they could listen live or they might get on the podcast later so to think that you, Jerry, are broadcasting across Argentina is is crazy. So I must say a big hello. Unfortunately, 
you know, there are so many. I'd love to name them all individually. My uncle uh, has five sons. Unfortunately, we lost poor Oscar, so he has four sons. Um, five, the families of five sons. Um, and we have, you know, obviously then children from that as well. So I think we have kind of 14, from, from my uncle Hector, um, he has 14 grandchildren, I think seven great-grandchildren. Um, so, and, and all these people, you know, the just the joy, not just for our family, but just for all of Argentina. Yes. To look yes. on the on the footage, yeah. I don't know if you saw any of the news or anything. Oh, I was watching, yeah. Avenida yeah. Nueva de Julio on the mm. obelisk. I mean, it was just incredible. 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 What about your mammy? 91 oh, years I young. Pella, we she say hello to her. My mom is funny. Like, she was like, because obviously Argentina has changed a huge, huge amount since she left. Yeah. Um, and I think her big terror was um, that... If, if Argentina lost, it would be the world thinking again, oh, sure, Argentina, sure, what's what's going on there? Because, unfortunately, like, I don't think we can even explain how difficult it is in the, in the mm. country. We worry about our inflation at 10% when it used to be 3 or 4. In Argentina, they have inflation of, you know, in the hundreds of percents. Yes. I mean, it's, it's incomprehensible. Mm. And I think the whole country their pride and their sense of self-esteem and joy all focused on this just to to make them feel just some sense of happiness and, uh, yeah. you know, just to, to restore mm. that. Mm. So my poor mum, I think, was more afraid than ever to go, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> so she was very anxious. She was very anxious. So, uh, But she, yeah. she took it probably, she was upset. I think she was crying at the end. Um, but, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, it was just incredible. It was we incredible. Just, it was. And, like, not alone have you won the world. World Cup. Uh, I felt sorry a bit for Mbappe. He was terrific. He got the golden boot for the most goals, but she picked up the best young player, best player of the tournament yeah. and best goalkeeper. You have, yeah. to, have to talk about Emmy Martinez, the keeper, oh, because he yeah. played for Arsenal, who I support, and they sold him to Aston Villa, and I never know, knew why, because I thought he was a wonderful keeper. He is some boy to save penalties, isn't he? He is, and he does the mind games. How he gets he away does. with it, I don't know, because the, the penalty, because he saved the penalty, and then he kind of put the next French player enough to that, that player put it wide and I they're not because I was saying to you and is he allowed to do that and, and <laughs> no he he's like, not uh, no he was booked he was booked for it actually for you know I know but I and then I suppose as well for Argentina um, the it, the penalties were getting taken into the Argentinian end yes. so I mean all the French players could see was this kind of wall of, of Argentina fans so psychologically yeah. that must have been horrendous absolutely um, but look France played incredibly they did Mbappe, incredible but he's yeah. going to have more World Cups I mean he's there he what on 12 World Cup goals and he's not even 24 that's he's right. and he's already he's won, won a World, World Cup, Cup when yeah. he was before he was 20 he has, so. he has. that's why I think the world and I will say it again today I backed France and I've drawn them in a pontoon and as you know Earl Louise we had a little bit of fun between us here uh, on the late lunch and she picked Argentina as one of our two picks so she's a winner today and I'll tell you Sinead I was never more happy in my life (laughs) not to win a bet or anything I really was for Messi to lift that trophy it was just the supreme accolade that he so deserves absolutely and and you know because I think we thought we were almost there and it was taken away during the match and then it seemed we Mm. thought we were almost there again and it was taken away I mean I was like demented like I know you think I'm uh, you know I'm (laughs) mad at my superstition I was clutching um, various different lucky stones items you know I had my dad's ring I was literally in my head I was saying dad dad Jim Morhan Diego Maradona uh, my auntie Rachel uh, my uncle Hector uh, my cousin Oscar they're all up there in heaven with God come on can they not all get some magic together Cleo's up there can we not sort this can we not sort this 
I was like some mad woman. So, <laughs> but ent- entitled you are to be, and everybody in Argentina as well, because you touched on it there. It's been a huge struggle for the country for a yeah. long, long time now, economically for sure, politically, and every other way. But I'm sure the people are just hoping that this win, you heard the commentator there, Andres Cantor, saying, you know, he just couldn't say anything but Argentina, Argentina, yeah. and world yeah. champions, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and, and I, the people I'm sure are hoping when they'll come home with the trophy now and there'll be mass celebrations that this will lift the nation that's yeah, what it's about um, sport absolutely and we all know like like Argentina is you know uh, an incredible country it's just such a beautiful beautiful country I mean mm. this, the, 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 the you know the countryside is amazing mm. the people are just the most incredible people they're just so friendly and welcoming um, it, it has so many things that should be going right for us and as we know ourselves in Ireland we are a much smaller country everything is on a much smaller scale and we've suffered economically and politically and financially and you, you just feel you know gosh if, if only Argentina could just get something to click and, and everything would go right because it is it's an amazing place yes. and it's a place that obviously I'm so lucky to have visited twice through because of, of, of my mum being Argentinian um, it's just it's incredible and, uh, and often we would meet people and they'd go you've come you've come to visit Argentina from Ireland why, why would you come to Argentina and I would say mm. well my mum's Argentinian and I'd say your but family. your country's beautiful yes. and, and they would nearly be aghast that we were, we were coming over but mm. such fabulous fabulous people and my family I can't even mention them enough uh, you know we all we were treated like royalty every time such warm lovely lovely people and I was just desperate for them just to have some happiness and joy and uh, yeah the stars aligned as I said to you and that's all our sports luck used up certainly for the rest of my life maybe <laughs> Ewan has one victory for you know I don't know but that's me uh, I, I can't listen, ask for else now listen you it's great that's your third World Cup and I, I have to say that I enjoyed all of the wins 78 in Argentina 86 yeah. and 22 yeah. it's happened again three World Cups it is a fantastic achievement it really is and the other thing to mention is Gonzalo Montiel who uh, gave, oh, away, gave away he gave penalty. away the penalty at the end for him. and then and he the took I can't obviously we're not professional sports people how do you handle that pressure you know, <laughs> even when I was watching Messi's face washing all their faces how do you deal with that well you see Sinead the professional footballers and that's their job and that's what they pay to and I'll tell you they don't handle it well at times uh, yeah. you can see the greatest remember Harry Kane in the World Cup against yeah, France I know, scoring I know. one knocking one over the bar you know you have to ask yourself that as well but look anyway I just wanted to catch up with you today and say it again come on say it in your native tongue congratulations Argentina for me oh, please felicidades campeones del mundo felicidades estamos llenos de alegría felicidad porque todo está justo en, en la vida Argentina campeones del mundo Ah, Sinead, absolutely brilliant. I'd say veterinary things are in the back of your mind for sure today and for a while. <laughs> and good yes, luck to you. Definitely, there was a few drinks had in our house there last night, I have to say. There yes, was definitely a few drinks. Yes. And I would say, it was funny, Ewan uh, follows a load of the footballers and he was following Sergio Aguero on Instagram. Now, oh, Sergio yeah. Aguero is retired That's right, but he was on the field after the oh, win. No, I saw him. He managed to be there on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. He then managed to get in the dressing room and was doing a live feed on Instagram. <laughs> and we were watching, me and Ewan were breaking our hearts laughing they're there showing just the, the, the singing and the madness and the 
dressing room. Just the joy, yeah. the sheer unbridled joy. Ah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, Sinead. Delighted for you, your family and your mum especially, Pella. Oh, yeah, I want to absolutely. say hello to her today and congratulations to her especially. Thank you so much for joining us and we can just feel your joy and oh, long yeah. may that continue. Happy Christmas, Sinead. Yes, Feliz Navidad a toda mi familia. Hoy uh, en Argentina también. Feliz Navidad y Feliz Año Nuevo. So, uh, yeah, just to wish everyone, all the family in Argentina, Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. And yeah, that's us now. We can, we can relax. Now. You can relax for the Enjoy. festive season. <laughs> and I say hello to everybody in Buenos Aires and Argentina. And congratulations to you all from Ireland today. We are thrilled for you. Bye, Sinead. Talk Bye, soon. Bye, Jerry. Thanks ever so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. I nearly couldn't sleep last night, to be honest with you, with the heat. <laughs> Isn't it such a contrast in just over a week? I was telling you last week how cold it was and the extra blankets on the bed and the lovely hot water bottle as well. Well, I'll tell you, we uh, left the heat on a bit late last evening and the, oh, the, the rooms that were too hot. So were. It just shows you the swinging temperatures. Anyway, it's well up uh, from last week and thank God for that anyway because you can turn down the heating a little bit. If you want to get in touch with me on the show today, don't forget the usual numbers 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Love to hear from him. We've loads of entries in for the Joe Dolan given, giveaway and uh, I'll tell you who's won that before the end of the show today. I have a little red book in my hand. I have indeed. It came out a couple of years ago and I remember chatting about it at the time but you know what it's just a, a must every Christmas it's called the A to Z of Irish Christmas All the Crack of the Grimbo by Sarah Casty and Kunak McGann and I just had to go back to it again and Miss McGann is on the line hello Kunak hello Jerry, and happy Christmas to you and many happy returns to you Thank too you. you know something this is just a must have you know you talk about you're talking about things A to Z at Christmas this book should be in every house every Christmas <laughs> Do you know that? From your lips to God's ears, uh, Jerry. absolutely, <laughs> every house should have one. <laughs> they should indeed. Well, listen, I've been through it again. I've picked out, as we did before, little bits and pieces about Ireland and about us and about the isms and the things that we do as well. Tell me this, are Christmas annuals still a thing, Kuna? You know, they are. They are still a thing. Because I have, I have a couple of boys now and my younger one would still be at that kind of annual age. But they're a bit more, I think they're a bit more sophisticated than the ones we used to have back in the day, do you know? And, yes. Um, uh, but there's loads. There's a huge range of them now. You can get everything from Minecraft to Roblox and football and everything. Um, but the kids, they still go down very well with the kids. There you go. Yeah, Chairman, I love the football ones, the shoot and the goal annuals. Right. You know what I mean? You'd be buying That's those. Right. The lads would be buying the football. What was it for, for girls years ago? The bunty and things bunty, like that? Was it? Bunty and twinkle and things like that, yeah. Mm. They all, all of the kind of the best-selling magazines and comics used to have an annual. Yes, and that was the thing. You just had to have an annual at Christmas time. You really did. But I'm delighted to say you can confirm with the younger generation they're alive and it's a well. tradition that's living on, absolutely. There you go. Like many of the things you mentioned here, <laughs> the, the big shop. Now, Kunak, I'm coming to work today <laughs> and the traffic is just mental because, you see, people have lost the run of themselves and will this week. <laughs> Kunak, do people realise that 
today. Shops only close for one or two days. I know. We still, I think we have this inbuilt panic, don't we? Because do you remember, I remember back in the day now when the shops were closed and they were closed properly. You know, they were closed yeah. from early on Christmas Eve and they didn't open. If you were lucky, they opened on the 27th. But it means if you ran out of bread for the old turkey sandwiches, you had to go begging off the neighbours, you know. <laughs> and uh, nowadays you can pop down, you'll find somewhere open on Christmas evening if you need it. But um, I think we, we just haven't quite got into that mindset yet. Uh, the neighbours in Matson Lodge would always help you out anyway with a They're slice or two. Very good neighbours. And <laughs> very some of them would have a chest freezer full of the slice <laughs> pans, you, you know. No problem to them. Is the crib, you know, I, I talked about, we have a crib in our house and we have, and we bought gifts of them for my son and daughter as well. Actually, when we were abroad this uh, a couple of times, we saw these beautiful ones and we took them home with us. Is a crib still a feature, do you think, in many homes? It is, but I think I think much less so than, yes. back, than back in my day as a child yeah, now. I yeah. think um, my in-laws would still have a crib for uh, for sure, but mm. um, no, I don't think so. I think I think a lot less common. I suppose you still see the communal cribs or cribs in, um, you know, out in, in public areas and things like that yes. but in the home probably a lot less than, than before mm, Let's ask the listeners late lunch listeners anyone out there with a crib if you have should take a photo of it and WhatsApp it in to me I'd love to see it if you have it 086 1800 658 never miss an opportunity Kunak, when you're this and side me, of the and microphone make sure that, that Jesus shouldn't be in the crib just yet not No till, you know, Not oh, till the 25th now Oh that's vital that is a vital thing Can't be cheating on it No no and he can't arrive early it is the 25th uh, WhatsApp if you have a crib I'd love to see uh, a couple of pictures popping into us on late lunch. Now, I can't believe this. You have it in the book. And I thought, well, that's consigned to the annals of history for sure. Funderland, how wrong can I be? <laughs> I know. It's strong. on. It's Still on. Going strong, Jerry. And you know what? This morning I knew I was chatting to you now, and I just thought I'd check it out. Absolutely, still going strong because I thought it might have been affected by COVID, but not. No, up and running still. It is, and it was a, it's an institution. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because I'm sure you went there in your time. We okay. went. We brought our children too. And I can't believe, isn't it? Lovely to see that it's on in the RDS again and starts the 26th. So you can go shopping. <laughs> No, I'm only joking. The big shop you've done already. Um, the Guinness ad is on. Of course it's on. Isn't it, isn't it the quintessential uh, Isn't it Christmas lovely? Ad? It gives it you a real kind of glow, doesn't mm. it, when you see it coming on. And, and, it, yes. and you see grown men tearing up a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, at the no, price of the lo- point. A- at the price of the point. <laughs> the tears are running down their faces now. <laughs> No, I know what you're saying. Let's get serious here. None of that. But you know, when you, the thing I laugh about is when the clock tower <laughs> strikes 12 and you just think the snow starts on cue and sure, we haven't had a cold spell until the last week and sure, the whole country's perplexed with the temperatures dropping. You know what I'm talking about. It really. And you know what? I, th- I think, was it back in 2010 when we actually had a big freeze over the Christmas? Yes. Actually, it was awful. We didn't really fancy it that much. <laughs> We're all up for a white Christmas not that white. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And especially if you're a golfer and you can't get out in the golf course and you drive everyone else in the house bucking mad you know what I mean bleeding for you when you stop (laughs) now song wise well you've you've got it spot on in my book because Slade and Merry Christmas sure Noddy Holder never had to work a day in his life since <laughs> That's right. The royalties just keep rolling in for us. <laughs> doing it. And it's, that, it's that great start. I mean, it it's, it's a great little. It's Christmas. It's a brilliant one. It's it's you know it sums us all up. That's it, what we're all thinking. Absolutely, it is the it's the segue into the Christmas season, and that is for sure. Now <laughs> here's another memory coming back to me <laughs> because midnight mass, drunks and all. What about that? Stop. Huh? 
Oh, Jerry, it's terrible. And do you know, and, and oftentimes midnight mass isn't at midnight mass. It's not midnight at all anymore. It's at nine o'clock in the evening in the hope that they can kind of stave off some of the worst drinking, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was shocking because I don't mean to laugh, but there was always the few at the back of the church that just caused consternation Absolutely, as people yeah. were trying yeah. to, you know, enjoy people the Christmas. People their necks trying yes. to see making all the kerfuffle at the back of the Absolutely. church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, just see an hour local, our local, we're not talking about the Guinness now, church, uh, four, six and eight the ceremonies are this year. So they're not wow. going late at all. So uh, they're not entertaining these guys or gals this year. Is the moving crib still a thing in Dublin or is it gone? It is. It is. There, was, uh, there was all sorts of, um, there was a fury over this year because they weren't going to have it. I think as a fallout of COVID, I can't remember, but there was uh, such a kind of a yes. huge response that they had to, uh, they, I think they just moved it. Um, they just moved to the location so they did a bit more space I think yes. was the issue but um, no it's a real favourite in Dublin a real favourite and um, and people didn't want to let it go so the moving moving crib has moved <laughs> I uh, think it has moved uh, but the, li- the live crib was the one the controversy was about wasn't it with the animals in it that, that's different from the moving Oh, you're right. You're right. Isn't it? Uh, you're There's right two here, different yeah. ones. The We're moving talk- crib is different. The you're moving right, crib is all these right. uh, moving characters and that in it, but the the, the other one is the live crib. So there right. you are. So yeah. the li- the moving crib and the, the live moving crib, crib has sta- is stationary. It stayed put. Jerry, that's <laughs> the, my mistake. The other one moved. The other the one moved. The live crib that's, that's no right. longer live. That's right. If you like. That's right. Yeah. And uh, there'll be people up there with placards and everything. But that's for another show and not for me today. Um, Panto. Oh yes, they're back, Kunak. <laughs> oh no, they're not. You've got to love a bit of panto, you don't you? You've got to. And you know, it's it just um, the the modern pantos as well. They're funny and they're topical. They're yes. you know they they don't rest on their laurels and their the scripts are great and it's great for the kids. You know, they really they put a lot of work into those. They do, Gunak. They're coming into me. I knew it. Look at this, Adrian. Is it pictures of cribs, Jerry? Pictures of cribs are coming in (laughs) as I speak. Late lunch listeners are just the most brilliant people. I knew it. There is Adrian who set me in the most beautiful little Christmas crib I've seen. Here is another one from Anna Sherlock uh, in Drum Conrad. Oh, Anna. Anna, if you could only see them, I can only describe them for you. I know you can't, Kunak, I apologise. But the figures in that crib are just absolutely... And there's more, I'm going to come back to them in a little while. Let's continue uh, to nice talk. To see, it's nice isn't to it? see the tradition hold. It is, it? it is, and it's nice to see that. And, and that shows you there are many traditions still hold. Now, here's the absolutely. thing. Here's the thing, I need your advice on this. Because this is a very dangerous area in this little red book. Probably the most dangerous area in the book. Regifting. Oh, now, Jerry, I'm a big fan of the regifting. Are we're you? all we're all we're all sensible about the environment now, and I think regifting is just you know it's a sensible solution to the whole thing. If you get a present and it's a lovely thing, but you don't fancy it yourself, I think it's perfectly acceptable to regift, and I'd be perfectly happy to get a regift myself. But if you got it with the little card stuck that's, in it, that's, uh, that's ha- happy Christmas, Kunak. If, if there's a card in it, then you're really <clears throat> up the swanny, all right, yeah. You are. So the message is, if you're re-gifting before or after Christmas, check, check those. Check and check again. Don't, don't leave in the original <laughs> message because you'll become the biggest louser in, and, in those people's lives and they'll probably never talk to you again. I'd say that would be the I heard a great story about somebody who re-gifted um, a box. I think it was a box of sweets, a chocolate and didn't realise that one of their kids had just milled into them and, and handed them over and sure that's just a pain <laughs> I love it half eaten half eat tin of sweets <laughs> 
I love it, Kunak. They're the stories we want to hear. It's still there. We talked about uh, Funderland a moment ago. I couldn't believe it. I was in the shop yesterday getting me Sunday papers and there it was, the RTE Guide. I know. And you know, we still do that. My husband still insists on buying the RTE Guide and we sit down with a red pen and we look through and I we probably no intention of actually sitting down and watching anything live anymore at all but we do love the tradition and the kind of the, the ritual of sitting down and looking through and going Ooh, oh look at that yes. what's on at three o'clock on, on Christmas day or whatever oh, it's great fun so you still buy well there you are so RT you we know where one of the purchasers is in Ireland it's Kunak <laughs> McGann they buy it so you can target them now at your advertising or marketing or whatever you want to do um, selection boxes yes still a thing of course oh, yeah. huge but you know what I was looking around they're all the small ones now the proper ones it's hard to get hold of the proper ones now the proper size selection box with the proper size chocolate bars you know Uh, but there's nothing quite like uh, tricking a sibling if you manage to you know polish off a few of the chocolate bars but put the wrappers back in you know <laughs> everybody loves that yeah I always knew it when I saw you here sitting across me in the studio you have the twinkle in your eye there's no <laughs> doubt about that I wouldn't like to be uh, uh, you know uh, receiving from you because you just wouldn't know what would happen with the sweets or the chockies or anything like that but anyway a re-gifted selection <laughs> box <laughs> with, with nothing in it uh, a carrot and a turnip and something else anyway <laughs> turkey trays you have turkey trays can I can I tell you something I was in Tesco yesterday, I can't get a turkey tray. There isn't one to be had. Where would I get a turkey tray? Can anyone help me? There's been a run on the turkey trays, I'd say. A run? I don't know. I don't know why you need, I really don't understand why you need a turkey, a tray that's different to your other tray. Do you know what I mean? Why? Why? Why why would you need an extra one, Cherry? Do not use the ones that you already have. Because I have an MF of a turkey and he won't fit into the (laughs) the normal chicken dish. You need to put it on a spit in the back garden. (laughs) Yeah, and Messi, my dog. By the way, my dog is Messi. He's very happy today. M-E-S-S-I <laughs> after Argentina winning the World Cup. of his career yesterday, I'd say. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. We wouldn't have a turkey bone left if I put it on a spit in the back garden with that fella. And finally, the Ran Boys. Yes? Yes, yeah. Do you know, um, now, we, I didn't experience that at all. Um, mm. So it, I think it's more down in Munster, is it, the Ren Boys? That's the big tradition. But I've seen yeah. them here in the Tully Allen. Have I think you? there's a crew in Tully Allen here for sure. Oh, there may wow. be more, yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. No, uh, when we were growing up, I didn't know anything about it until I, you know, until I got a bit older and heard about the, tradi- the tradition of it. Um, that's yeah. great to hear that there's some locally as well. There are, there are. And the mummers. Did you ever hear mummers? I don't know whether yeah. mummers are the same as Ren Boys are. I think they're they different. are. are I they? think they are. They're yeah, just different, not, you know, different yeah. regional words for it, yeah. It's a different name on them, to be honest with you. Do you know something? I could go on and on, but this is this book still available? Absolutely, absolutely. Sure, we're just waiting until every house in the country has them, Jerry. Well, that is the aim. It has to be in every house, like the telephone directory was. The A to Z <laughs> of an Irish Christmas. All the crack of the crimbo by Sarah Casty and Kunick began. It's a wee cracker. And you know what? I always love when I chat to you because you're full of fun. You really are. Uh, Jerry, it's a, it's, an, uh, it's a real pleasure now, I have to say. Happy Christmas to you Happy and yours. Happy Christmas to you too. And all the best for the new year. Thank you for joining me, Kunick, again. Thanks, Jerry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Turkey, I need a turkey tray. That's a serious one now, very serious. I can't get a turkey, I need a turkey tray. Anyone point me in the direction of a turkey tray, I'd be very grateful. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. I love your cribs. I'm going to come back to them. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Amy Winehouse. 
2007 and as fresh today as ever absolute genius gone all too soon that brilliant brilliant woman play that anytime when you're out in the night and I'll tell you the dance floor is full that's for sure you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio welcome to the show if you're only joining us don't forget you can listen to us anywhere in the world lmfm.ie or on the LMFM app as well the boundaries are no more across this little globe of ours. And we were listening earlier, Sinead Kelly was with us, our regular vet on the show. Of course, huge Argentinian connections, her mum and all the family and all the relations out there listening to us today in Buenos Aires in Argentina. Thank you for your lovely wishes. I really do appreciate them. Uh, Lovely card there from Tommy Caffrey. Tommy, Thank you so much. You never forget us every Christmas. I interviewed Tommy many moons ago. Uh, he's one of our finest ever table tennis players. He's still playing away, I believe, from Balbriggan. I love your card, Tommy. Happy Christmas to you and yours. Thank you for sending it to me. I really do appreciate it. Olive Bergen, hello, Olive. Love the show. Love listening to LMFM radio through the day. It's great to have a wonderful local radio station with wonderful coverage. Best wishes for the new year. That comes in from Olive Bergen to us this afternoon and Jer McCullough from Little Mills in Dundalk. She never forgets me either. Gorgeous card and a wonderful handwritten note to say here's wishing you, Jerry, and your family a very happy Christmas and all the best for 2023 encloses my usual little calendar that I so love and I know you do too. Enjoy. Always enjoy your show. All the best from Geraldine McCollager. Thank you so much indeed. Yes, it is my wee Divine Ward Missionaries calendar and I'm so thrilled to get it again this year and I will be keeping you up to speed with the little sayings as I do on the first day of every month here on the show. I revert to the calendar and give you a thought for the month ahead and that will be part and parcel of late lunch too in the new year. Your cribs, you're so good, honestly. Septa Shepherd. What a beautiful crib you have. Who are you who sent me in the other beautiful crib there, uh, the picture of on WhatsApp? My dad made this one, Jerry. Tell me who you are. Let me know who your dad is. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text because it is a simply wonderful crib. I was talking a little bit uh, a few minutes ago, should I say, to Kunak McGann. And uh, we mentioned the crib as being still part and parcel of some Irish homes. If you have a crib, take a picture. WhatsApp it into me, please. 086-1800-658. And I'll be delighted to mention it on the show today or even into tomorrow if you're a little later on sending it into me. Felicity in Athboy. What, again, it's so beautiful. It's so touching. Her husband made it in 1980 the first year they were married, and they still have it today, and they put it up every single year. Of course, Jerry, and reminding me, not with the baby Jesus or the wise men, they go in at the appropriate times. Felicity, it is beautiful. Eamon Cal just got the message there. Eamon Cal is the man that made that beautiful, beautiful crib. Well done to you, Eamon. You are an artist, that is for sure. I simply, simply adore it. I love it. My next guests are recent first prize winners at the Mead Enterprise Awards and they've come up with something really, really interesting. They're both uh, attending Colossus the Pubble at Boy and Rat Carn and their fourth-year students' transition year. And they've designed... The Girl's Guide to Confidence. And they're both standing by to talk to me. But first, uh, I'll have a chat with Grace O'Donnell. Can I say talk to Grace? Can I say talk to him? Tommy Anna White. Fault your road, good day on Lone Janok. Good morning. 
Thank you very much for joining me on the show today. It's great to have you with us. I want to say, first off, well done to you on this concept. And you are big prize winners. Tell us what you won. Yeah, so we won €600 for our school and then €600 for myself and my business partner to share. Ah, fantastic. Well done to you. So tell our listeners, how did this come about? What's the idea behind the Girl's Guide to Confidence, this handbook? So we created our product because it's hard being a young girl in the world we live in today when we're seeing all these seemingly perfect girls on the internet And it makes young girls doubt their self-worth. And this is the reason why we created our product. And it's because we wanted to help young girls so they don't feel as though they have to change who they are because of what the media says they should be. So you're saying to me, one of the biggest problems for young girls is this thing called the perfect image that they see online time and time again. This is really at the at the centre of problems for a lot of your friends and f- families, etc. Yes? Yes. We, we ourselves um, found the transition from primary school to secondary school very difficult and we compare ourselves to others even now. Mm. Um, so we wanted to create the product so that Girls don't feel so alone yeah. um, because it's such a big issue in the day, in the world we live in today. Is there any chance that a lot of you would just not go online or is that the most stupid question that you've ever heard? <laughs> well, I think um, social media is a, is, a huge, is a huge part of daily life um, mm. in, in, this, in, in the world we live in yes. today. So yes. I think it's almost it's almost natural for people to be online yeah. Um, now, yeah. Yeah, and I understand what you're saying. And you're, look, at I'm years and years ahead of you and I'm still a bloody owl addict for it at times myself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the only thing yeah. is, I can tell you this for sure, and let me give you a little bit of advice and tell your friends that this. It is, on, it is an online world and that, and I actually pay no attention to anybody who, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you learn that as you grow up, but it's not that simple when you, you know what I'm saying, when you're your age and just growing up. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, it, it is, yes. It's, it is quite difficult, but, yeah. yeah. But that's the idea. This is the idea, that you want to help young girls navigate these years, this time, all the social media world, all it brings. This is the concept behind the Girls' Guide to Confidence. It is, yeah. That, that is our concept. It's just to guide them and to to help them and to be the big sister to the big sisters who don't have someone to guide them. I love that line. That is a terrific line, to be the big sister to all the big sisters who don't have someone to guide them. That is really, really important. And and well done to you in coming up with, with that line to describe it. So how did you research? Did you, from your own experience, and I'm going to talk to Jada in a, in a moment, is it from your own experiences? Did you go and interview other girls, talk to friends and school friends, etc.? What did you do? Well, we both sat down together and we... Mm. We, we were talking about what we struggled with and we right. came up with this idea because it was something that wasn't, wasn't out there to help us and we, we just felt that it would, be, it would be nice to have something out there to help because I am a younger sister so I did have a sister, like an older sister, but, my, but Jada didn't. So we wanted yeah. to have something, something out there accessible for young girls. Yeah, well done to you. Would you put Jada on to me uh, there for a second, please? I'll be back to you in a few moments, Grace. Yeah, no problem. 
Hello. Can I say talk to you, Jada? Good morning, Suhain. Uh, are on will to raid the Nullig? Oh, yeah. Dick Nock. Ah, very good. So you're all set for the Christmas season. By the way, when are you finished school? Uh, we're finished on Wednesday, this Wednesday. Oh, good on you. So you only have a couple of days to go, yeah. which is fantastic. I'm sure you're looking forward to the holidays. Yeah. So the guide itself, uh, will it be a large uh, you know, guide? Is it a compact? How are you fixed? I know you're getting ready to send it to be designing it and then going to print. Where are you with all that? Tell me, please. So right now we are creating the templates and what we want it to look like. And then we will send it to get printed and in a bound book. Yes. So it's like a hardback. I see. So And then that will also be easier to carry on the go so girls can bring it with them to school and all that. I understand. So this really is a practical guide, a handbook yeah. that you can bring with you, have with you no matter where you go. Exactly, yeah. Well, well done to you. What, you. You heard, Grace, you're beside her there talking to me about the challenges that you face as young women growing and especially in the social media sphere as well. What about outside of social media? You know, d- d- dealing with people, your friends and colleagues yeah. and older girls and younger girls and your date. You know what I'm talking about? The daily practi- yeah. practical aspect of life. Forget about the online for a moment. Are you going to address that area too? Yeah, like in our book... Um we have four sections. So we'll have a mental health, school, yeah. life and self-care. So we both struggle with anxiety and in school. So we're going to have like breathing exercises. And then for school, we have like study tips and to-do lists to help girls stay organised. Yes. And we're also going to have like tips on like relationships with school or how to make friendships and stuff. Yeah. And because we do find that it's, it was hard coming in with like new students from different schools. And some may have come from a school by themselves. Yeah. And um, so it was difficult to make friends. So and even comparing yourself to people at school. So we're going to address all that in our book. You know, that's a very good point you make, because I know somebody who had to choose a school lately and she really chose because most of her friends were going there, yeah. even though an alternative school might have been a better option. You know, I don't say that disrespectfully, but the whole friendship thing was an important thing. So you understand that trying to yeah. break into a new circle of friends. Yes. And did you find that difficult? You know, when you came to the school where you are at the moment, was that it? Because you heard Grace saying it was a difficult transition for her. What about you? Uh, well, I went to the primary school here I in see. as well. So I see. So a lot of us yeah, were yeah. going to the school. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad for me because half of us from the primary school were also going to this school. So it was I nice see. when we came in and everyone yeah. was there. But I know that some students in our class mm. um, came from a school by themselves. Yes. And Grace came from Scalena. So they were only five of them coming in. So it's. Yeah. It's quite different and you can appreciate that as well, how more difficult that is and to become part of a a larger school and a wider group and, you know, form new relationships and friendships. It's not easy. But you know the thing about it, you're going to do that multiple times in your life, Chada. You know that. You do realise that. You certainly are. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, But uh, look, this is a really great concept. I'm not surprised you won, you know, the the over the the big award. I really aren't. What are you going to do? No, you don't have to answer this question. It's leading question the 600 quid you got have you done yeah. anything with it? 300 each what, what's happening with that so well we're gonna take 150 each and then we're gonna put 300 into the business to help us get started so right. it's a bit expensive to get it 
printed. Yes, so. yes. That's your seed capital, you know what I mean, to get yeah. you going in this business and then away you go from here. I really love this. Just put me back to Grace before we finish. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you. Hello. Grace, you're back with me just before yeah. we finish up, just to say goodbye to you too. Um, look, I, I wish you well with this. I think it's really important. It's really needed. And you know what you're talking about because you are the people that, you know, are challenged every day by, yeah. you know, these issues. Yeah, it is. It is needed. Um, and we do struggle. So that's why that's that's the whole reason we created it and that's why we're so we're so happy to be here today. Yeah, and I'm happy to have you and to highlight as well. So will you let me know when you have it printed and ready to go and all that and we can give it a, a nice push for you because I presume you intend pushing it beyond the, the school itself. We, we definitely do. We, yeah. we have another competition coming up. So now hopefully this is going to go national. So hopefully with all the support from our friends and our families, Yes. all the support hopefully we can we can get that a little bit further I'll be talking to you guys again in the new year because I know you are fluent Irish speakers and that as well I wish everybody yes. at the school your families Nullig Hanna Dave Galair Chris Ray, driving home for Christmas. He should have arrived by now, shouldn't he? I'm sure he has. That's another paycheck for Mr. Ray Christmas there every year. Christmas on LMFM with your local mace. Amazing value, sure to make you smile this Christmas. Yeah, get the sponsors in too. Very important. We have to pay the bills this end of the the thing as well you know what I mean anyway your cribs <laughs> just fantastic it's funny you mentioned something on the show and people respond marvellously I have to say but put your names with them please there are people new people here whatsapping us here with lovely cribs I can't mention your name if you sent me in a crib today please just tell me who you are who does the crib belong to? Who made it? Where did you get it? I'd love to hear from you as well. There's one there with all the details. And it's a simply beautiful crib made by John Higgins from my Grehen near Athboy in County Mead. What a beautiful, beautiful crib, I have to say. I'm looking at another one here. And this is carved. They're wooden carved uh, figures just on a shelf. Nothing else. It doesn't need anything else. It's so beautiful. It really, really is. Who made that crib? What's the story behind that crib? There's another one there. Uh, it says to me, here's a crib I have years, Jerry. There's little lights in the background. The structure of the crib is beautiful. The, the, the figures in it are marvellous as well. Who are you? Who are you? Let me know. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. If you're just joining us and you have a crib in your home, I'd love you to take a picture of it and send it in to me. WhatsApp it to me. 086-1800-658. I really do enjoy them because after the break, I'll tell you about my own crib. Stay with us. Happy Christmas to everyone listening to The Late Lunch. And that is Miss Ava Flynn wishing you all a very happy Christmas indeed. Thank you, Ava. And let me remind you that I was talking to Ava the week before last all about Santa and Christmas. Well, do you know what? The big man from the North Pole, he has promised Eddie Caffrey here on LMFM Radio some time 
Right on the eve of Christmas. Yes, about three o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. Santa live from the North Pole. And if you're listening to us today and you'd like to ask Santa a question or say hello to him or wish him well, well, you can. Go on to lmfm.ie and there's a form there that you can put your question onto and send it in to us. And Eddie, he's inundated already with questions for the big man with the white beard and the red coat, uh, the red suit. Um, but go ahead and do it anyway and you never know it could be you that your question will be put to Santa today but that is the thing to do go on to lmfm.ie and fill in the uh, little form there and your question is in the mix for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve here on LMFM Radio Eamon thank you thank you so much for the lovely uh, picture of your crib it is adorable Eileen Faulkner to you too Thank you so much for that picture. Just come in to me there by WhatsApp. I think I've got one of the ones I was looking for. I'm just looking back there now. Brendan Kerwin. Here's another one coming in to us today. My uncle Brendan Kerwin from Donny Carney made it for me, says a listener to Late Lunch this afternoon. And it's lovely. It really is. God, people are so ingenious when it comes to making cribs. Can I tell you something? I made one myself years and years ago. I haven't hands to bless myself when it comes to timber work or anything like that, the trades. I'm useless. I have great contacts that help me out when I'm in trouble. I really do. And they're fantastic. But I did put my hand to making a crib and we have it ever since. And it's in the house every year, in the hallway on the way in. And I love it. And everybody that sees it loves it as well. And it's my one effort at woodwork in my lifetime. Never did woodwork or anything like that at school. So I just had to go with it. And I got lucky. Got lucky once. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Eamon's dialed with me today. He says, we want to see a picture of yours. I will, Eamon. I'm going to do that this evening. I'm going to, yeah. And I'm going to put it up on lmfm.ie. I'll take a picture of my own crib this evening. And I promise you I'll do that. He wants to see it. I better do it. The boss wants to see it. I better get it up on lmfm.ie. Keep your messages coming to if anything to say we love to hear from you on late lunch 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text gets in touch with me directly to the studio and if you have a crib take a snap send it on in to me just to remind you that uh, Scotch Hall if you spend 25 euro in any shop in Scotch Hall you're entitled to an entry into the draw drum what happens if your name comes out well Angela Burke from Tully Allen will be spinning the wheel very soon and the winner a thousand euro gift card is there to be one so remember if you go to Scotch Hall spend 25 quid put your entry into the drum and listen to us here on LMFM and we could be reading out your name after three on late lunch I'm doing a different artist of the week every day this week and I'll tell you why and we're going to meet a wonderful young man his name is Owen McCabe more cribs Jer just love yours I really do a listener wanted me to say I was talking about earlier with Kunek McGann that Midnight Mass well it's not really a thing anymore just to say there is a Midnight Mass in Holy Family Church in Drogheda this Christmas time so there is certainly one that's on for sure lovely message there from Oshin McCourt thank you Oshin thanking us for all we do on late lunch myself and Louise during the year he's studying away himself at Dunboyne College he's doing journalism digital media and public relations and he's doing his BA in Maynooth University as well. He listens to late lunch during his time when he's studying and working and doing things like that and he loves the show. Thank you indeed, Oshin. Happy Christmas to you and all the very best with your course and studies for next year. On late lunch, at this time, it's time for this. The Late Lunch Artist of the Week. Artist of the Week. 
Now, a little change here for the week that's in it. I've decided to go with a different artist each day performing a Christmas song. Is that all right? I think it is. It's seasonal for sure. So to begin my week of seasonal tunes, I've gone for Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan? Horror. They're falling off the chairs out there. I haven't lost the plot. Dylan produced a wonderful Christmas album. You may not know this. And there was a full set of well-known and not-so-well-known Christmas songs on the LP. And uh, my choice today is entirely down, I have to tell you the little story behind it, to the wonderful Aidan Roach from St Peter's Male Voice Choir, who at their unforgettable Christmas concert in St Peter's Church on Friday night last sang the most brilliant rendition of today's song, along, of course, with the brilliant boys from the choir. The song was written by Hal Moore and Bill Fredericks and first released in 1960 by Mitch Miller. It was covered by Tommy Steele in the UK a year later, but much, much later with Mr Dylan in 2009. He released his version and the one I played today. It's described as zany, quirky, but lovable from Dylan's Christmas album. Simply brilliant. You've never heard him like that before, have you? Certainly not, Mr. Bob Dylan. It must be Santa on your late lunch. My featured artist of the week just today with that Christmas song. It's brilliant. And Aidan Roach was just superb on Friday night with the boys from the choir. Well done to all concerned and put me in mind of that one for today. Thank you indeed to Shane McGowan, who's a teacher and teaches the two wonderful young women, Grace O'Donnell and Jad O'Connor, I had with me earlier on, just thanking us for the interview. We're so delighted to do it, honestly, uh, Shane. And I will, that, of course, their interview will be podcast later on. We look after all that for you. I promise you for sure. Short break on late lunch, final break of the afternoon. And afterwards, I have a wonderful young man joining me. He's raised thousands for charity and he's doing it again this year. Owen McCabe is with me next. Now, my final guest of the day on Monday is a simply wonderful young man. When I tell you he's been recognised at the recent Loud Garda Youth Awards, Loud County Council have awarded him a civic award and through his school with a wonderful project, he's going abroad to Austria next year to represent the school. And last year, his first ever tractor run in Loud, listen to this, 220 tractors and vehicles raised €27,000 for William Syndrome and the RD Hospice. And he's on the line. Owen McCabe, hello. Hello. Thank you for joining me on the show. Congratulations on your wonderful tractor run last year. Tell me why you did it, Owen. I uh, I started it by... Uh, I started doing it for, for the elder. I started when, in, when it was COVID. uh uh I decided to do it uh, for the elderly people and and, yes. and grannies and granddads. 
Yes, I know. I actually know why you did it. Your gran and your granddad were confined with COVID. They couldn't go anywhere. And you decided you wanted to bring a little joy into their lives, didn't you? By getting them out just outside the house and to see all the tractors and that going by. That's why you did it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Good man yourself. Did you ever expect, Owen, that you'd get 220 tractors and vehicles taking part? I got 260. 260? Oh my God, I did you 40 there. Where did I get the 220? I can't do me maths own. I'll have to go back to the school, to be honest with you myself. So 260, even more than I thought. That's a fabulous number, isn't it? Yeah. So do you hope to get more than that this year? Uh, I'm confident that that the track run will, go, will do um, good this year. It'll do even better than last year. Tell yeah. me where you go to school, Owen. I go to school you were in Dunlear. Good man yourself. And you have an SNA that works with you there, do you? Yeah, his, his name is Connor Martin. I would like to say hello to Connor Martin there. Ah, oh, Connor, good man yourself. I'm sure he's delighted he got a mention from you on the radio today. And what do you love about Scully Worry? Why is I know it's a great school. What do you love most about school? Uh, hanging out with my friends and like doing some good work and yeah. and uh, going and playing outside and have the crack with them. Good man yourself. And tell me about Martina Farrell, your teacher. I know she's a wonderful teacher. What was the project you did, Owen? Uh, I don't. I. Uh, what? I wrote up. Um, uh, I wrote up uh, about my track run, and she, um, she, she put a little, uh, She posted to the Faroga team, and I got nominated for for the Faroga Entrepreneur of the Year, and I'm going to Austria next year in 2023. Yes, you won the national Faroga competition because I know your mum thought when she got the award and told you about it that might have been a local thing, but you won nationally and you're going to Austria next year. I'm sure you're all excited about that, are yeah, you? I'm really excited. And listen, I mentioned at the beginning there the Lord Gar the words. I have to mention Gar the John Hebe. He's a great man, isn't he? He 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 uh, told me about you and said you've got to talk to Owen on your show, Jerry, and that's why I'm chatting to you today. Lord Gar yeah. awards, Lord County Council the Civic Award, and this one from the school. Sure, you're a winner, 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 own. Yeah, I'm a winner, winner, winner. <laughs> you are indeed. You are indeed. Now, this year, I know you've brought in another charity. You're supporting William Syndrome, the RD Hospice. What's the other charity you've added this year? Drada Special Olympics. Good man yourself. So they're part of it. And you're going to split the money you get this year between the three of them. Yeah. You love the Special Olympics, do you, group? They're a great group in Drada yeah. too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I I would like to say hello to Joanne, uh, to Joanne on, from the Drada Special Olympics as well. Great woman, and they're delighted to have you as part of the organisation too. Your mummy's beside you there, is she? Can I have a word with her, please? I am indeed. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Linda. Linda, you have a lovely, lovely boy there. He's tremendous, isn't he? Oh, he is, and we are very proud of him. And um, own, like he has William syndrome. He'd tell you himself. Mm. William syndrome is um, it's a genetic condition that affects the heart, where you have a narrowed artery, and it causes a delayed development as, development as well. But the great thing about Owen is he was very lucky enough. He went through mainstream school and through national school, and had an SNA uh, there, Christine yeah. Duff, and then progress in Dunleer, and he mentioned his SNA there. But the, the, the teachers 
the school, the students, both both schools have brought on along tremendously um, over the years since he started out when he was five. So it hasn't, William's syndrome hasn't stopped on and that's uh, very plain to see when you see when you, when you see the turn up of last year's tractor run mm. and, and hopefully what will result in this year to be another very successful year for Owen, you know. Now, there's a GoFundMe page I just want to mention this year and it's Owen's, E-O-G-H-A-N-S that's E-O-G-H-A-N-S home run on GoFundMe and you yeah, can yeah. contribute there uh, even ahead of the run which is happening on the second of January and I see already you're over four K. Yes, yeah, very good. I'll tell you. It's great because uh, Owen Owen chose these these three charities himself as he said himself because he's William Syndrome and of course we do like always like to pull in the local charity already hospice is very very uh, worthy charity there too. But he joined the Special Olympics this year in Drogheda and Owen himself said, you know, I think I'll do for that too. So all that money, it, it goes to very three very worthy charities mm. and that people will benefit greatly from them, you know. They certainly but, will. It's Monday the 2nd of January, the bank holiday. Uh, registration is 11 o'clock and you'll get a steak burger for your registration as well. Yes, it's 30 okay. quid per vehicle in. All proceeds to the charity and the run itself starts at run uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, and where do they gather? Where do people gather, okay. just, Linda? So the run g- gathers just off the link road there at Richardstown. So at, at, it's at A92X090. But it's just, it's just right beside the, the country store there on off the link road. Yes. So everyone gathers there at 11 o'clock and hopefully start off, take off at 1 o'clock. But we welcome... Um, Vintage tractors, uh, greater, larger uh, working tractors, trucks, lorries, cars, anyone that rocks up in any set of wheels. We haven't had a bicycle, a cyclist last year, but we we welcome anyone and we take from anyone. So, um, and the great thing about these tractor runs, it caters for everyone, uh, from the 16-year-old keen enthusiast um, new tractor driver to the the more experienced tractor drivers, the grandest of this world, who like to get out and showcase set of wheels as well and yes. then we welcome all families on the day because we plan to have um, a, a raffle on the day to, to to help raise for the money there too yes. and the new thing this year as well we plan to have is um, a, a, a prize for the, the, male dri- the, the male driver and also one for the female drivers we found last year and since there's a lot of female drivers taking taken behind the wheels now for these tractor runs Good. so it's great to, to promote that too you know yes that's the idea so there's a, there's a prize for the ladies and the gentlemen again to say it's Monday the 2nd of January it's Monday the 2nd of January the bank holiday gathering from 11 o'clock for Owen's Home Run 23 and it's going to be more Owen it's going to be bigger than 260 and you're going to raise more money than last year aren't you yeah, hopefully. Ah, you will, young fella. You will indeed. You're a top man and such a popular lad. I know with everybody you uh, come into contact with uh, in your life at school and everywhere and well-deserved all the awards you've got this year. You're a fantastic young man. Look, thank you both for joining me on the show today. Monday, the 2nd of January, 23, Owns Home Run. Go fund me, Owns Home Run as well. Do what you can and three charities to benefit from. Williams Syndrome, RD Hospice and Drogheda Special Olympics. Linda, thank you so much. Owen, thank you. Thank you. Happy Christmas and all the best uh, for the new year. Thank you so much. Not at all. Take care of yourselves. Thank you, Jerry. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Linda. Bye, Owen. 
and they great people wonderful wonderful people what would this country be without people like that I really don't know anyway coming up on late lunch tomorrow Sarah Carey's Christmas Father Paddy Rush the Garden Bird Survey the Cuties Finale and your two on Tuesday among much more as well anyway we'll see you tomorrow on late lunch for 1.30 when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.